All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Cold Take Podcast. This afternoon, I am with Ish Taher. We're around like the Chicago area. Because that's where you're from. Yes, sir. All right. So how are you doing today? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> but uh, I'm used to the Florida weather. Uh, it's... It's a little well, different up here. It's probably like 10 degrees. I checked the weather on the... Uh, yeah, I think it's like 10, 15 degrees today. It's, it's one of the colder days of the year, but... I was in Chicago, like the Chicago area, uh, for work about a week ago, mm-hmm. and it was like 30. So then when I landed today, I was like, what the hell is this? I think Chicago is one of the only cities where you could get fall, winter, spring, and summer all on the same day. Yeah, it was like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I landed, and I look at the weather, and it said... Feels like one degree. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And then two. That's because the wind, bro. That, that's why our, our wind. It gets so windy here that it just kind of smacks you in the face, and it feels even colder. Yeah. So it's it's different. And then in the summertime, it'll feel like it's hotter because it's so humid and it's sticky sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I won't be in Chicago for much longer. Now I'm playing. Yeah, I know the uh, I know the, how the humid weather is because of Florida. That's all that people oh, ever yeah. complain about is the humidity. I've never been to Tampa, but I went to Orlando, and I remember as soon as I got out, I was like, Ugh, like I felt gross. It makes Chicago's oh, humidity look nice. It's all the same. Uh, yeah. It's except when you get t- closer towards the coast, like whether it's Miami or Tampa, there's just right. more water there, so it can yeah. get a little worse. But uh, at that point, the whole state's the same. Yeah, I, I, my ideal place is like Arizona, bro. I love it. I love Phoenix. Phoenix is dry heat. I love it. It's just it's simple. It's it's beautiful out there. Yeah, we were talking um, just before we started recording that your family is from like Middle East. So is yeah, that yeah. why you're why you want to go to Arizona? Man, it's, just it's, it's in my DNA to be in a hotter place. And they brought us to Chicago, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, <laughs> "What are we doing here?" And they're like, "Oh, everybody, you know, from where we came from came here." I was like, "It's not too late. We could, you know, slide over to Arizona." Let's yeah. Do that. <laughs> Uh, is there a reason why they specifically picked Chicago, or is it just because the yeah, people they I knew mean, were here? So, like, my grandfather came here back in, like, the my great-grandfather came here, and they came in, like, the 40s, I want to say. And everybody from our village back home, like, there was a few people that came out here and started living out here. So then they came. They're like, okay, we heard Chicago's nice. Let's go to Chicago. So they went to Chicago, too. And then everybody from my city back home ended up coming to Chicago. So it's like we have a huge community out here. Yeah, so at least you all know, like, each other at that point. Yeah, I mean, every, everybody knows. It's a huge community, too. Like, and you've, it's very big. You've been here pretty much, yeah, you were saying you've, you've only lived in Chicago pretty much? Yeah, I've only lived in this area my my whole life. There was, like, six months where I lived overseas, uh, six, seven months where I lived overseas. But I like it, man. Chicago's home for me. It's where my family is. It's where everyone I love is. It's just not the weather. <laughs> The summertime it's the best. I'm not gonna. Uh, you if you're here between like May and October, it's awesome. It's awesome out here, and like the weather in uh, in September, October is like 65, nice cool breeze. It's 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 awesome. It's love. Yeah. Meanwhile, in like July, I'm dealing with like 105. Yeah. It's no. No. Humid, not we dry. Yeah. We don't get that. I ain't gonna lie. It's 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 like in the 80s, 90s by us. In in July, it's nice. Yeah. It's about like 65, 70 degrees in Florida right now. It's about 70 degrees colder than that here. So I was yeah. like, Dear I'm thinking. God, I might just split up my years half here, half somewhere else. You know. Yeah. I was uh I went to Alaska in October and I was like I think I'm gonna get a summer or a, yeah a summer home here so that I don't have to when I went there it was October but it was mm. zero degrees I was yeah, like no nah, I'm God, good man. on that bro <laughs> but the the summer uh, apparently southern Alaska is like 
a lot warmer. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, eh, maybe I'll. Maybe How warm are we I'll, talking though? Um, I'm not sure about the summer, but when I was there, southern Alaska was like 35 degrees, and then like middle Alaska was like negative 10. So it's a big difference. Nah, yeah, I'm good. It makes Chicago sound like freaking a vacation. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that was in October. That wasn't even like that deep winter. Everybody was telling us, "Oh, it's it's not winter yet." I'm like, there's, there's <laughs> snow everywhere. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they pay people to live in Alaska, don't they? Yeah, I think it's um, if if you paid any attention to like the last election, other than like the two headlining people, obviously, there was Andrew Yang who was talking about doing that like monthly or yearly thousand uh, dollar whatever for living in the U.S. And his one example was uh, that they do that in Alaska. Mm. Uh, and he's like, it won't crash our economy because that's what they do in Alaska, and they're just still doing perfectly fine. Hey, man, you can't pay me enough to live in that weather. I mean, they're barely paying me enough to be here. <laughs> <laughs> nobody lives in Alaska. We'd be driving for hours, and, like, nobody's there. Yeah, I'm like, bro, damn, this is nice, time. but, like, I hate to well, live that's $1, here. $1,000 a month, bro, nowadays, with inflation and everything. $1,000 a month is nothing, bro. Yeah, if they haven't adjusted it. Yeah, I mean, like... I guess because everything is cheaper there, maybe, but thousand oh, dollars a I don't month. Know, if you gas got, was what is it? Expensive. It was like three fifty in October there. It's just now reaching three fifty in Florida. So yeah, it's like three eighty five here. That's what I'm saying, bro. If you got a wife and kids, what's a thousand dollars a month really? And yeah. the job opportunities are more scarce out there, and people aren't making as much. A thousand dollars a month is nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As far as Chicago goes, um, we were talking a bit before, also before the podcast, um, about just like how you have this community that you, um, or that your parents knew and everything like that, uh, that you're now obviously a, a part of, and there's a, a big group of you, um, all from like the Middle East and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, where does like content creation and stuff like that come into that? Are you the the only one in your group that really deals with any yeah, of that? No, there was like, like when I first started, uh, I first started acting actually. So like I quit my job. I, I went to Loyola in Chicago, got a four year degree in uh, information systems, uh, information technology systems. Yeah, not a lot of people know that. <laughs> worked in the field for worked corporate for like a year, almost two years. Um, I hated it. It's not like the company was bad. It just wasn't for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I worked for a solid company. They paid me well uh, as a 22, 23-year-old. But, uh, yeah, I just, it was, it, it sucked. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hated the fact that I had to answer to someone all the time. I had to put on this front. I wasn't actually me. My creativity wasn't used properly. Yeah. Uh, I was, I always felt like I was stuck in a box. Something you weren't really like happy doing, and it yeah, was just yeah, yeah. Like I felt like I felt like a soldier, honestly. Like I felt like a soldier, and my boss was my commander, and the people under me were like the, my soldiers, and like yeah, it was just like a never-ending like thing where it was like everybody has to like you, we all have to act like a certain way. We're and not you're being never going to get out of it. Exactly. At the end of the day, you you are you are carrying the vision of the person at the top. It's never your vision. It's never what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you you listen to that person at the top, and you carry their dream. You're not carrying your own. So after about two years, I was like, yeah, no, I'm good on this. And I, I just, my me and my boss were already butting heads a lot because she kept uh, uh, promising, like, these promotion opportunities for me. And she kept stalling it, stalling it, stalling it. And right before I told her, listen, I'm going to take a two, week, two weeks off. My store's set. Like, my location's good. Like, 
every everybody's good. All, everybody, my team is ready for me to take two weeks off. I need to go clear my head. And she's like, okay, that's fine. She's like, hey, I'm at uh, this location. Can you come? I need X, Y, Z or whatever. I forgot what she needed. Can you just come drop it off for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. The company had a sta- uh, like a mandate. You had to be clean shaven. Oh. Okay. So I go see my boss. And I didn't shave the day before. I'm I'm Arab, man. What do you like? Yeah. My shit grows out fast. Like I have to sh- I had to shave every day for them. So I don't think I shaved the day before, the two days before. Shaving every day is not good for your skin. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So not. I didn't shave to the two days before, and I had some stubble, right? So I go and I see her, and she sees me, and she's. I'm like, here you go, boss. Um, all right, I'm done. I'm going on my vacation. Like I'll see you, right? And she's like, Ishmael, you, what's the company policy? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, about your facial hair. What's the company policy? And I'm like, that you have to be clean shaven, I guess. Okay, and why aren't you clean shaven? I'm like, boss, I'm literally leaving. Like, I have 20 minutes left, and I'm leaving, and I'm going on vacation. <laughs> like, for two weeks, and not for, for like two a day. Weeks, like, you're not going to see me. Like, please. And she's like, she's like, listen. If you don't want to take this job seriously and you don't want to respect it, then make your two-week vacation permanent. And I looked at her. I'm like, this bitch. She did not just fucking tell me that. I was, bro, heated. Heated. I was like, all the fucking work I do, I bust my fucking ass for this company. I do everything I possibly can. I fucking make so much money for this company. I make this company look good through the fucking charitable, charitable services I do. And this bitch has the nerve to tell me. Yeah. You have the nerve to tell me if I don't want to take my job seriously. All I've done for like the last year and a half is fucking take my job seriously and beg you to give me the promotion opportunity that you keep fucking off throwing in my face and saying, I'm going to give it to you. You're next. You're next for six, seven months. So I told her, I looked at her and I was burning inside. And I'm like, okay. So I went, left, went on my vacation with my guys. We had a great vacation. I got back. I'm like, okay, you still got two weeks think about it an hour later i'm like fuck thinking about it i called her i texted her i'm like yo you know how you told me like if i want to make my two-week vacation permanent it's going to be permanent here's my resignation thank you so much for everything good luck to you she called me like four times (laughs) after that bro i swear to god she called me four times after that and she thought she texted me she's like hey i understand what you're feeling right now you know, oh maybe I came off a certain way. But uh, if uh, you want to take a month to think about it, take a month. Get your mind, you know, wherever you want, blah, blah, blah. At this point, I told my family. Like, I told my grandfather. My grandfather fucking flipped, dude. Yeah, at this point, you were just done. Like, I was, was I set. was fucking done. There was, I, he's like, he's like, I told him, like, yo, I, I quit my job. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> You quit your, what are you, a fucking idiot? Uh, what's wrong with you? You're making how much money? I made like 80 grand my first year. 75, 70 crap grand. And they took away five grand in bonuses from me on some bullshit too. But that made 75 grand as a 23-year-old. I, I, you know what I would do to fucking make 75,000? You're a fucking idiot. What are you going to do now? I'm like, I'm going to be an actor. That's what I'm going to do. And he looked, you don't fucking know anything about it. You fucking idiot. What? What? You've been taking classes for two, three months? What are you? You're fucking stupid. I've never seen anybody dumber than you. You better fucking call her and tell her you want your job back. I'm like, she actually get, told me I have a month to think about it. He's like, well, tell her you want your job back. I'm like, 
No, I told her I don't need the month. I, I quit. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> oh, you fucking moron. What is wrong with you? Like, fucking rip me a new asshole. Like, I'll never forget that day. So, yeah, that happened. I, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take acting seriously. So, for two years, that was it. I was like, let me let me take acting seriously. I started taking classes all over the city. I went to Second City, Chicago, which is a very like notable, respected school for improv and comedy and, and acting. Uh, I went, did about a year and a half worth of classes there. When it came, I, was, I finished their whole improv program, did a few improv shows there. It was cool. I finished their acting program there as well. Then I went to a place called Acting Studio Chicago, took some classes there. Then I went to a place called uh, Black Box in Chicago. Uh, they taught Meisner Method, which was really, really good for my acting and ended up translating so well into my TikToks because uh, the whole method behind that is like really playing off your partner. And when me and the girl, oh, my, yeah. when me and the girl <laughs> my videos started making the videos, she, didn't ha- she doesn't have any acting experience. So it was like, listen, I would just tell her, hey, take this keyword, this keyword. Like I want you, to, I'd give her the beginning, middle, and the end. I'm like, I'm going to say this. I want you to say like whatever you want to say, but make sure you hit this line in the middle and then say whatever you want to say and make sure you hit this line at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's, that translated really well and it helped with my acting. So like uh, I ended up booking like a small role in a, in a movie called The Thing About Harry. It was not speaking, but you know, it was, it was a decent role. Uh, I booked roles in a bunch of smaller things, a bunch of web series, uh, I had like my little ten seconds of fame on on the show Empire. I had uh, I I did a Coca Cola commercial. Sucks the Coca Cola commercial never came out. Uh, <laughs> we did it in December of 2019. It was supposed to premiere in March of 2020. The whole concept behind it was go outside and enjoy a Coke. Yeah. What happened in March of 2020? <laughs> COVID hit and they said everybody stay inside. Nobody leave their house. Yeah. So they never ended up airing it. But it was an it was a badass commercial. They flew me out to Atlanta for it and everything. I got paid. I was so happy about it. And then I, I also started auditioning a lot more. Uh, I had like uh, in 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 person uh, auditions with directors. And if you know anything, it's like casting director is like the first line of defense. Then after that, you go and you audition with the director. Yeah. And I was getting auditions with directors for shows like Chicago PD, Chicago Med, stuff like that. So everything was rolling in my favor. Like everything was going really well. And then COVID hits, like I said earlier. When COVID hit, I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm, like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck am I going to do, man? Like, there's no auditions happening. So I'm, like, you know, I see, you know, you don't see Middle Eastern guys on TV, like I said earlier. Yeah, not typically. Not typically. There wasn't many. Uh, So I started seeing Middle Eastern guys, you know, on social media, not necessarily TikTok, but, like, Anwar Jabawi was doing a great job. Uh, I remember watching a guy named Fuji too back in the day on oh, YouTube. Oh yeah, like everybody knows who he everybody is. Everybody yeah. knows who he is. You know what I mean? Like before he, you know, had the the breakdown, but like he was like somebody I used to look at and be like, oh, that's cool. Like he's doing it. Anwar Jabawi also comes where, from where I come from. He's doing it. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, let me try it. You know, see what happens. And uh, I did it for fun at first. TikTok. You know, I made I made my first video. Ended up doing very well. It had like fucking. 100,000 views, I think, on my first video. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, my sister was like, that, that's, that's pretty fucking solid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm like, let, let me start making some more videos. And uh, I would make like two, three videos a day. At first, they were just kind of like thirst trap videos. I'm not going to cap. 
But like, and I was like, man, this shit's stupid, bro. I'm making thirst trap videos. But then I made a video because, like I said, you couldn't go. Like barber shops were closed too, and barber shops and like for me, like I I love getting haircuts. Like it's very important to me. I feel fucked up that I don't have a haircut right now. <laughs> I get one once a week, right? Yeah. Uh, they had um. They had uh, I made a video. My barber was like, "Hey, let's make a TikTok." Like I see you. I, in my first month, I had like ten thousand followers on TikTok. So I was like. He's like, let's, let's, let's make a TikTok together. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, what do you want to do it about? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I miss you. Yeah, they, like, it's been quarantine. Nobody's seen their barbers. I miss you so much. I'm just going to stare deeply into your eyes. <laughs> so, like, that was the clips. First clip, 10 seconds, me staring. I'm like, okay, we'll do, like, four different clips. Because at that same time, I still have, like, this actor's mindset and, like, this director's mindset as well. Yeah. Where it's like, I know how to organize things. I know how to plan it out. I know how to, like... I know how to shoot a clip. You yeah, know what like I mean? very production. Yes, right. I'm very production oriented. Because even when I first started acting, I was doing like background work. And when these other background actors are like, oh, let me get the camera time. I'm like, fuck the camera time. What, two seconds. I'm like watching everything happen. Yeah. Like I'm looking at the script, watching everything play out. And like I was just absorbing everything. All these other people are like thirsty for like the two seconds of fame so they can show, go show everyone. Yeah. But like me, I didn't give a fuck about that. So anyways. I learned so much just from being on set, you know? So I'm looking, and uh, I'm like, okay, let me stare deeply into your eyes. So it's like, one, two, three. Okay, second angle. One, two, three. Okay, now tell me to stop looking at you. Okay. Uh, AQ, bro, can you stop looking at me? Oh, okay. Turn away. Next clip, I'm staring right back at him. And he'll be like, bro, like, stop staring at me, bro. Like, you're making it weird. I got these big-ass green eyes, bro. Like, I'm using them. I'm milking them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, uh, fuck it. Uh, the end of it comes, yo, bro, why, why are you staring at me like that? Like, stop. You're making me feel uncomfortable. You know, I, j I just missed you, bro. That, that was it. I haven't seen my, my barber in so long, but you make me feel so good. You know, some shit like that. <laughs> so he posted on TikTok. His video got like 500,000 views on TikTok. He posted on his TikTok. And then I'm like, fuck it. Let me post it on mine too. Ends up getting like 100,000 views. I was like happy about it. It goes to Instagram. It goes to Facebook first. Some guy, I forgot what his name was, ends up posting it. And he got like 30,000 views. And somebody texted me like two days after we posted the video, which ironically was on my birthday. They're like, or two days after my birthday. They're like, yo, you're going viral. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're like I'm like okay I'm like what oh 30,000 views well, that's pretty good like that's cool next thing I know this page called best of grinder <laughs> oh no <laughs> post the video on Instagram 600,000 views puberty hits me up puberty has like 20 over 20 million followers yeah huge uh, meme page yes funny hoodvids hits me up they're like yo we want to post a video like three pages with over 15 million followers hits me up Next thing I know, my account goes from 2,000 followers to fucking 35,000 within like three, four days. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, this shit's fucking nuts. So I'm like, that's awesome. Like, it blew up on Instagram. Not so much on TikTok. But I was like, yo, this is fucking sick. It ended up getting like fucking 30 million views on Instagram. You know, yeah. I, was, I was super happy about it. So my follower account didn't go too, up too much. I was at 12,000 followers on TikTok. All of a sudden, this other dude comes. This is funny. This other dude comes, does the same exact video. It's three and a half million views in the first day. I'm looking. I'm like, this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Literally did everything I did step for step. Eye contact for eye contact. 
So I'm like, all right, fuck it, whatever, bro. I mean, you, you do your thing. So he ends up getting like 200,000 followers. I'm still sitting at like 30. And I'm like, this motherfucker, right, I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to pass this guy up. Fuck this guy. So I kept making videos, making videos. And I was like, my guys were pissed off too. I didn't let anybody know I was bothered by it because I didn't want to feel like, like, I don't want anybody to, like, I don't like showing anger. I feel like yeah. that's a sign of weakness. But I was determined to beat this guy. They're like, can't you fucking report his video or some shit? Like, my guys were mad. And I was like, bro, that is what it is. What the fuck? TikTok can post whatever the fuck they want. They think something's wrong with it. They'll take it down. Yeah. So I told them, at the end of the day, an original creator will always go further than somebody who just copies off somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that was always my viewpoint. Like, and I make original content. Yeah, absolutely. So I start cranking out content more and more and more and more and more. Slowly start, <laughs> I get to like 100,000. Then at 100,000 followers, I introduced the girl to my videos. I remember walking in uh, to my aunt's office. We were friends, you know, we were friendly. I remember walking into my aunt's office, and she's just fucking flipping shit. My boyfriend's a bitch. My ex-boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend at the time. Her, uh, he's a bitch, he's this, he's that, fuck him, fuck that. And I'm looking at her, bro, as she's doing this. I'm like, yo. What if you did that to me on a video? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Like, people love to see, like, a smaller girl attacking, like, a guy. And, like, it'd be awesome. I think women would love it. I think guys would laugh at it. Like, it'd yeah. be really cool. So she's like, okay, let's try. Plus, people love drama. Exactly. People love drama. And they find the shit funny. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. And we start doing it. And... All of a sudden, my follower account just starts blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. And we didn't show her face at first. I didn't show her face until I hit a million followers. We hit 500,000 followers, and everybody's like, we want to see what she looks like. Because uh, at first, my mindset was, uh, do you remember that kid, uh, that guy, uh, God damn it, Elizabeth or whatever? Uh, Elizabeth, so. Elizabeth. Like, he used to make videos with his girl. Never used to show her face. Never used to show his face. Elizabeth. Like, bro, this, these are old, old. I'm like, I could just do something similar to that with 500,000 hits. And I fucking hit 500,000, like, the, my first, in November. And I started, like I said, in April, pretty much. And, uh, whatchamacallit, they're like, we want to see her. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll show you guys. And like I said, I'm at, like, 100, I'm at 500,000 followers. There's all the Arabs in front of me, like, that I see are all making thirst trap videos. Besides a few guys. Uh, I met, like, guys like, uh. Arabic McLovin, Golden Balance. Uh, those guys were making, like, original content cooking and, like, cultural stuff. But everybody else was, like, making thirst traps. So I was like, fuck thirst traps, by the way. All right? That's not <laughs> talent, bro. That's not Absolutely. fucking talent. It's not fucking talent to make thirst traps. I think that's just the dumbest shit. Um, especially when the app is filled with so many kids. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like, bro, like, who are you trying to thirst trap? 14 and 15-year-olds, bro? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. And then the 14, 15, 15-year-olds would do the same thing. They'll yeah, like, bro. Oh, it's like... This it's, gets attention. Yeah, and then who who the fuck do they glorify? Oh, well, I'll, I'll talk about that afterwards, actually. <laughs> who, who they're glorifying is fucking everybody who sexually assaults fucking kids. But anyways, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> 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 shit. I, I, got, I got some shit about TikTok I want to say, bro. They're, they've been saying some shit. They, I don't know. They're just wilding right now, bro. They need to get their shit together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, bro. But like, uh, I've started to learn some things that yeah, I have bro, no it's idea like, about. It's like, it's like you're glorifying sexualizing kids. But anyways, I don't know. Anyways, 
whatchamacallit, so, yeah, I hit 500,000 followers, we hit a million followers, uh, we, but we keep growing, that kid ended up saying it's getting stuck at 200,000, which was kind of funny, <laughs> and I was like, after that, I was like, fuck it, no, I'm not worried about that kid anymore, uh, let me hit a, let me hit a million followers, so, I ended up hitting a million followers my first year, about, and then after a million hit, it started running quick, and I just found out, uh, my one million year, my one million anniversary was like mid-February, so it's, I just hit a million, and I ended up hitting three and a half million now. So it was kind of Congratulations, crazy. by thank the way. You, I you, saw you, that, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah, thank he's you. He's keeping thank up with it. I, brought, I bust my ass for this shit. I, I work very hard. And the fact that I've done it in like a year and some change. It's been two years, I think, actually. March 2020, yeah. It's been two years. I've done it in two years. So it's, it's I, I like, a, when I first saw it, it was like, strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. And I struck fucking hard when the iron was fucking hot. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, now the way I see it, like, I see so many kids from my community who come up to me, yo, like, can I get a picture? Can I, like, you're doing awesome, you're doing this, you're doing that. And it was like, I didn't have anybody to really look up to in my community, in our community that was doing what I was doing. But now I, I see that kids, you know, look at me and they're like, yo, that's that's a guy who grew up where I grew up from, who yeah. comes from, like, parents that are like my parents, who did what he wanted to do. And I could go tell my parents, yo, like, he grew up down the street from me. And he grew, he comes from the same country that we do. And he's doing it. Yeah. I can do it, too. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like the proof in the pudding. You know what I mean? That you can do anything you want, especially in America. You can do anything you fucking want. Don't yeah. put no. Don't. don't Might be a little stop. difficult, but in the end, you'd need nothing stopping you, could, you from doing it. Exactly. Nobody's stopping you from doing anything in this world except you. It's a fact. You're going to bust your ass. You're going to work hard. Don't get me wrong. You better fucking take that shit seriously. Yeah. But it's like, it's, that's like saying somebody in the NBA doesn't best bust their ass off to get to the fucking NBA. Or somebody in the NFL doesn't bust their ass off to get to the NFL. Somebody on fucking TikTok who makes original content, they bust their fucking ass. That's all they think about all the time. Oh, yeah. My mind is literally turning. Like, any time I see, I can fucking see a water bottle and think about this water bottle for 30 minutes and figure out how the fuck I can make a video with this water bottle. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how I that's how my brain works. I'm always thinking about this shit. I'm always thinking about the next move. But. Yeah, and it's always like the thought of like how to stay, like keeping up with the game and keeping it's up. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's that. hard to to keep your name in like people's minds. You know what I mean? Like I want pe. I have so many people who tell me, bro, I look forward to your videos every day. Like I can't wait for you to just drop a video. Like they make my day so much better. This and that. Like you, you want to keep that. You want people to keep looking to you for their, like, relief and happiness. It's a great feeling, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. Um, yeah, I've kind of figured out just over time, or not over time, but, like, recently uh, at least, uh, with the, the podcast, our main thing is, like, entertainment. That's mm-hmm. usually number one. And when we're not working on, like, entertainment or entertaining, it's, like, education. So, mm-hmm. um Typically, the entertaining is number one, like I said, but sometimes they kind of switch depending on who's on and uh, what we're talking about or the situation. So um, luckily, the the last guest that we had, um, she was like a, a pretty good size. She has about like 680,000 followers, um, which uh, was really cool to have on because she's both like entertaining as well as she's like 26 with a doctorate in law. So like it was also like an educational podcast where she's talking about like her experiences in there. 
But um, outside of the content itself, whenever I looked back at her comments, because she made a, a, like a TikTok where she posted uh, an audio clip of it, like doing the whole TikTok green screen thing. Um, uh, she posted a clip of it, and all the comments were filled with like, even though it was two and a half hours, I absolutely loved this. And I'm like, yeah, this is the first time I sat down for two and a half hours for a podcast too, but I'm glad that everybody loved it because um, for the first few episodes, it was like, I don't know, after after a week, it'd be like 40, like 50, whatever. Um, and then that one comes out, and it's like, oh, less than a week, a 1,000. I'm like, shit, okay. Mm-hmm. People actually enjoy it. Or, yeah. And not only just looked at it, but people were sharing it, and uh, I saw, like, conversations on Twitter and TikTok about it, which kind of, like, blew my mind because I was like, this is happening a lot earlier than I thought it would, and it it's great when you see that, like, you – entertain people as well yeah. as you're providing like useful content because yeah. like i was saying like i have this thing where uh i told my producer i'm, I'm like unless there's a, somebody that does thirst traps and does like thought-provoking content i'm not gonna have anybody that just posts constant thirst yeah, traps on because the nobody when you scroll to pass somebody on tiktok that's like just thirst trap after thirst trap you're like you don't typically think like oh what the ma- what made them start doing this or what kind of experiences do they go through with this? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just a thing of, like, um, you were saying how, how kids will walk up to you and say, like, that it's a, an important part of their day. It's just, like, when you're making the content, it's really it's really cool to have people say that they – when you see people say that they enjoy the, what you're actually making yeah. as compared to, like, oh, I'm working at Walmart. I, I sold this amount of stuff today. <laughs> no, it's it's a good feeling, bro. It is. It really is. Feels good to be to be able to bring happiness to others, honestly. Yeah, and it's it's just like a a very different style of like working than every than uh, a lot of people are used to. Mm-hmm. Because as you were saying, you, you work like your ass off on this stuff. Whether yeah. if you're taking it seriously, whether you're like small size creator or like huge, it's like typically <laughs> a lot of the stuff that, that you spend your time on is, is going to be the content. Um, but the the thing with that is that like the past few years, not only for just the general public, but especially for anybody from like the Middle East or Asian or any sort of minorities are also have like, it's difficult to find a, a group of people to look up to in content creation. Cause I don't know, I can name like probably a hundred people on content that look like the basic ass white guy like me. But then when I think <laughs> of like Middle East or anything like that, the first person that comes to my mind is probably like Fousey too, but then I don't yeah. have many af- many more after that. Yeah. And then um, not only that, but it's also the thing of like, you go to your family and you're like, this is what I'm going to do with all of my time. They're like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. And you know, uh, what happened with Fousey, uh, you know, you obviously feel bad for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you learn from that. You know what I mean? Like uh, he, he, he was, he's a great person to learn from, honest to God. Like, if you want to get into the creation space and you're from where we come from, like, he, he is such a good example of, like, like you learn from, like, what he went through. Yeah, you know he went I through mean? some shit, but, like, at the same time, he also, you were you were able to see, like, His, every part of it. Yes, that was, and that was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I really, I really understood, like, what he was going through. I, I not, rather, I didn't understand what he was going through, but I understood the process, like, he got so big, he went through the... Yeah, like, like how it got there. Yeah, how it got there. He got he got huge. He busted his ass. You know, obviously some mental things came with that. Um, 
but he he he's he's just a great person to look at his whole body of work and just like kind of you know look step back and be like wow like it's it's amazing and it's a great person to learn from yeah and he i'm pretty sure he was like a day one youtube guy like he's mm-hmm. been doing it for like i was like him 10 15 years yeah, him i remember him vitaly and roman at what i think oh like, yeah <laughs> they were like the top three guys i remember now vitaly uh pays people uh every year to streak through the super bowl does he? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he did it this year because he got banned from the Super Bowl after doing it last year, but I know he did it at least two years in a row. What happened to him, bro? I don't even see that guy anymore. Uh, I don't think he does YouTube content anymore. I think he has his own website where he does, like, 18-plus content all the time. What, is yeah. he like a porn star? Uh, I think that's some of the stuff that's on there. Stop playing, bro. I'm pretty sure it is. Bro, let me, uh, let me see this. <laughs> my tally. Uh, let's just look up YouTube. Uh, Vitaly something because he's Russian. Vitaly ZD, I think was. Oh, he still posts stuff on YouTube, but like, I thought he was on some sort of podcast a couple of years ago saying that he uh, has his own website now. Is Vitaly banned from YouTube? Oh, he did get banned on one account for YouTube. Let's see. His main account. Uh, I think so. Unless they unbanned it, Vitaly website. No, I don't want all that nonsense. Oh, Vitaly Uncensored is an X-rated website vowing wild pranks, tits, and ass. It doesn't give me a... I don't think it has a link, but it has it on IMDb. Get the fuck out of here. No rules. (laughs) Yep, there's his very Russian last name. Uh, I don't know where the website is, though. If I just look up Vitaly Uncensored, can I find it? Oh, there it is. It's a tour? Uh, I guess now they're doing a tour for it, but it, on here it said it, that it was a show. An X-rated site. Way too explicit for YouTube. Uh, I think the main thing was uh, what what he uh, this little fucking library Wi-Fi is taking forever, um, but I remember there was like he was on some podcast I forget what it was like a year or two ago, and he went um, I don't think he went to the Super Bowl because he's been banned from a lot of public shit because mm-hmm. of because of things related to this. But last year, um, do you watch football? Mm-hmm. So uh, the the Chiefs and the Buccaneers were in the Super Bowl, and there was one point in the game where there was a streaker on the field. He was okay. paid by Vitaly. How much <laughs> did he pay? <laughs> I think it was like uh, a few hundred thousand dollars or something Get like that. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Vitaly, Super Bowl 55 streaker. <laughs> These dudes are wild. And the guy got arrested for, you know, streaking in the Super Bowl. Let's see. My phone's probably faster than this. But, yeah, that happened, and <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And, oh, I found it. Uh, Yuri Andrade, the man who became famous for his scantily clad on-field run during Super Bowl 55, has been officially identified and charged with a crime. Uh, I don't know why that. Oh, and then it says down here, Vitaly was the mastermind between the, the streaker incident, and he's wearing, like, a pink leotard thing and i'm pretty sure it says vitaly uncensored on it i think i get it i 
I get the idea. Yeah, so that's why they don't show stuff on uh, <laughs> on TV <laughs> whenever streakers happen. Is because he's he advertised that, but he paid him like a ton of money to do it. Now they're both banned from Super Bowls, which I don't think it happened this year. I might be wrong. I don't remember. No, no, I didn't see it. But uh, then all the memes came out of like, oh, uh, the streaker made it to the end zone before the Chiefs did, which I'm fine with because I live in Tampa and that's you know where the Buccaneers are from. So, you know, congratulations, represent. <laughs> oh yeah, they're not getting that shit ever again. Yeah. <laughs> not for another twenty years at least. Now that Tom Brady's gone. Yeah, but fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. The team sucked for twenty years. Now it's gonna suck again. But <laughs> maybe they'll figure out what they're doing eventually. God only knows. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people are saying they bet he's not. He's going to come back, but I'm not so sure about that. The man's like 45 now. He literally said five years ago he wants to play until he's 45. But, um, oh yeah, I was going to ask before. Completely unrelated to all the you know football and Vitality shit. Um, as far as I was able to tell, so the the TikTok stuff was like. Your first one of your first videos was the barbershop one, mm-hmm. so it was after you started doing like all the acting and stuff. Yeah, like that. so like the good thing was like the acting gave me like kind of like the baseline, like the foundation for what I have on TikTok. Yeah, like a good mindset to go yeah, off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It taught me a lot, and it helped me teach her a lot. You know, with regards to like how we can do it. Best. Yeah, and uh, and it taught me how to like play off of her and and all that. Honestly, yeah, the acting thing came clutch with with the the skits that we do so is she just somebody that you knew like as a friend for a while Mm -hmm. yeah uh we knew each other for probably like three four years before that we just became friends yeah uh, good friends and uh we we were doing it at first and i was like i was like let's just keep doing it and like see what happens and kept doing it and kept growing and growing and growing and like we're like fuck it you know this is awesome (laughs) let's keep doing it and then you know we started making money off of it and we're like wow like yeah it's really cool I mean, it's it, it's cool when it comes to the thing of like hearing the stories about like oh I said fuck it and I quit this job and I took this I and yeah. I did this and then it went like it, it actually I, I, bro did well. I, the, the, for the two and a half years between I didn't make shit yeah like I was in debt like forty grand about Dear God. about two years in March of twenty twenty I was probably in debt like fucking thirty five forty grand no 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 thirty grand. Thirty or thirty-five, I forgot. A lot. It was. It was. I was in debt a lot in credit card debt. I had paid off my school because of my job, but I didn't have any money coming in. I was probably making like fucking ten thousand dollars. There might have been a year where I made like eight grand. Yeah. And then I made like ten grand or twelve grand or, God knows what, bro. And then, but like I, I wasn't worried about the money at the time. I was worried about perf- getting better at my craft. Yeah, you and just what doing mean? what you wanted to do yeah i had a student mindset at the time and i was like i had enough money saved up fuck the credit cards i'll I'll run them up it doesn't matter i'll end up paying them off later because this is what's going to make me money yeah that was my mindset i don't care what the fuck is going on right now i'm not worried about my debt right now i'm not worried about shit i'm worried about building my 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 uh, my what's the word my skill level let me build my skill level get really good at what i'm supposed to get good at and then boom, it'll take care of itself. It'll take care of itself, and motherfucker, it took care of itself. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'd say so. Shit took care of itself, bro. <laughs> Anybody that signs up for TikTok, they scroll on their for you page for like I don't know, fifteen, twenty minutes. They'll probably find one of your videos. Yeah, which yeah, is a good chance. <laughs> crazy. I don't know. It's it's funny just scrolling through all of them because there's different ones like um, 
I think there was one about uh, the book that you had wrote, and then there, and then but majority of the ones are like the the comedic style ones and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but still, it's just like it's cool going through TikTok and seeing original content because, as we were saying before, thirst traps ain't shit. I mean, mm-hmm. They get plenty of attention, but at that point, at the end of the day, or is somebody really going to be proud of like, oh, I, I posted a thirst trap rather than like. I made something funny. I made somebody laugh. The thing with thirst traps is your looks are gonna end up fucking fading. Oh yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Like you need to, you need to have some sort of skill. You yeah. have to be good at something. You can't just look pretty, lip sync fucking songs, do these dances that anybody can fucking do. Like some people are very talented at dances, and you can fucking see it. Like I have. Oh yeah, I have friends who are like really good at dances, like. uh I have a friend named Jalen James. I don't know if you ever heard of him. But, like, he's a great dancer, and I you could see why he got a following. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, uh, There's have, even some people on there that have, like, before TikTok, they, they'd be going to school for, like, you know, like dance school. Like, they're a dance major or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, it was actually something they were going to put a career into, whether it's, like, going into theater or whatever, and then it just turned into TikTok. Yeah. And I think that's a different level then well, it's because it's a lot of times it's fucking hard to get an opportunity in the acting gr- world you know what I mean? oh like, yeah i did just do my first film knock on wood i'm very happy about that like I'm, I'm very fortunate i did my first film hopefully it'll be on netflix um that was awesome but that fucking took forever to get like that took a long time yeah what like three four years yeah now? three four years and for, well there's people who've waited 10 times longer than me but oh yeah you know i don't know how hard I, a lot of these people at the same time like they wait longer, but they're also doing, like, other jobs. Me, I didn't give a fuck. I ate shit. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I was like, this is me 100%. LeVar yeah. Ball, you know who LeVar Ball is? Yeah. Bro, he said it perfectly. He's like, he's like, uh, somebody asked him one time, he's like, what's the backup plan if your sons don't make the league? He's like, there's no backup plan. Yeah. Because if you have a backup plan, then you're not going 100% into something. You're going like 80% into it and 20% into the backup plan. Yeah. Fuck a backup plan. We're not worried about no backup plan. We're going 100% into this thing. He said that, and I was like, man, that's the realest shit I ever heard. Fuck a backup plan. I'm going 100% into the shit. You know, if it happens, it's, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, it is what it is. I'll figure it out when it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like uh, the probably closest thing that I've actually heard that's similar to that is like... Uh, Mr. Beast in any of his videos that aren't actually like, oh, I filled a pool with Orbeez. He'll be like, yeah, I've been doing YouTube for like 10, 15 years because mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything else. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Bro, yeah, people don't know about Mr. Beast fucking 2010. Nobody knew who the fuck Mr. Beast was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but he worked his fucking ass off. Now everybody looks at, oh, I want to be like Mr. Beast. Put the fucking work in then. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say before too is like the thing with, um, you were saying... Uh, that working so hard for the content doesn't mean that, like, people that are in NBA or whatever don't also, like, work their ass off. It's, like, a different type. The, I think the, the the thing with a lot of people that are trying to start, like, content creation online, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram models trying to do their thing, actors, mm-hmm. whatever, it's the, it's the fact that, like, a lot of the time, if it's something on your phone and it's TikTok, it's, like, or YouTube, um, it's the thing of, like ease of access mm-hmm. whereas nba or or any any sport any like college degree you're going to school for it spending all this time around other people doing it and like in the actual industry whereas like tiktok people are, are and tiktok creators youtube creators 
are all just literally it's just right there in your phone and it's like oh it's this easy to get started you don't need all these prerequisites no but then but then people get caught up in the in the fact that like it is so easy to get started that they think like it should be so easy to take off Mm. it's like well at this point maybe 10 years ago yeah if you like had i'd say like half decent content and and uh were consistent with it uh but now there's so many uh, creators on any website that are so hard to get like even podcasting mm-hmm. um yeah tiktok is I'd, I'd say like extremely oversaturated now yeah like, you, no, there's there's a lot of creators for sure uh you have lot. to set yourself apart a lot but it takes a lot of work yeah i mean it does man like a lot of the people <laughs> it's funny i'll be looking at some people like who make the thirst trap shit like and uh, uh what the fuck did that kid I, there was a kid that i used to See all the time on my for you page, his shit fucking died off completely, and it's crazy. And like he ended up building like a million and a half, two million followers. I'm looking at his shit, bro, and I'm like, you know, he was making thirst traps. He was a big guy built, you know, a uh, big white kid built. Uh, I mean, obviously his race has, uh, yeah, the race has something to do with it. Actually, I'm not gonna cap because who are the top creators in the fucking? Yeah, they're all white in America. Yeah, all the top creators are white. Uh, that do the lip syncing and the dancing and stuff like that. You know, just keep it up. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, he was doing that, and now his page completely died because you know, you're only gonna look sexy to these people for so long. You people know, are I mean? gonna get bored of all the same. They're gonna content. get bored of you fucking lip syncing. You know, saying shit like the fucking. Oh my! I was watching a video today, and it was like, uh, oh, I, I can't fall in love. I'll only break your heart or something. And then it's like. <laughs> And I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, how the fuck do you get 250,000 likes for this, bro? Like, what is this? What is, like, there's 250,000 14-year-olds that really like this that much, bro? Yeah, and TikTok promotes the shit out of it. (sighs) Like, why? I don't know. I'll never understand it, to be honest with you. On the outside, if I'm an advertiser that's looking to get my stuff promoted on TikTok and pay TikTok for my, like, for, for some promotion... I'm not thinking that I want my advertisement to be living off of like some, some like seventeen year olds dancing and lip syncing, whatever. I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Like, I want like somebody with original, original content that. I'm not. And I'm not. Somebody's hating. gonna remember I'm not, too. I'm not trying to hate on these kids. Get, do what you gotta do. Do your thing. But like I said, this shit's gonna fade. That that fourteen year old's gonna end up becoming twenty five. Yeah. And forgetting who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like. You got to do something that's more sustainable. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's more sustainable for myself because I can't fucking think of ideas forever. You know what I mean? Like, in this uh, in this realm, I want to make fucking movies. You know yeah. I mean? Like, that, that's, that's what I want to do. That's what I got into acting for, to make film, to make, you know, to be on TV shows, to create my own stuff. And, you know, nobody really gave me the platform besides TikTok, and I'm grateful for it. You know, TikTok gave me a platform to where I could do it. I can make these short comedic skits, and I have an opportunity to be shown. Um, right now, TikTok's going through, like, TikTok goes through these weird things where they show my stuff, then they don't show my stuff. They also take off, a, like, a fuck ton of my videos, bro, from, like, the crazy. Here, let me show you my last video. I'm going to show you my last video that this got taken down yesterday, and I was just dying, bro. I was, like, I posted on Instagram. Obviously, no issues on Instagram because... Instagram understands fucking. Instagram yeah. Just doesn't care about bullshit. Uh, 
This got taken down for harassment and bullying, bro. I was laughing my ass Oh, off. my God. They take shit down so easily for that now? Bro, and now my account, they keep saying my account's at risk of being fucking banned. So <laughs> we'll figure out what happens with that. But here. What are you doing? I just cleaned your car. Hmm, you finally good for something. What's that supposed to mean? Men ain't shit. Why does it sound like he's shoveling now? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Oh, Men ain't shit, right? You just cleaned it off. Why would you do that? Because men ain't shit. You know what? You aren't shit. You're a piece of shit. Whatever you say, honey. <laughs> and that's harassment and bullying. That's harassment and bullying, bro. The shit Jesus, that I get man. taken down is so crazy, bro. And I don't... You know what's crazy? What kills me about TikTok, bro? I have three and a half million followers. I've never talked to somebody who works within TikTok once. Jesus, man. Not once. I know people with less followers than me that have a counselor on TikTok. Yeah, it's like uh, like years ago when, before TikTok was like a big thing, when YouTube was a big thing, all these big creators were like, oh, I got a copyright strike, so now I have my own like designated YouTube guy that I talk to. Yeah. You'd think that would be the same thing for, for TikTok. Bro, I, th- I just find it to be fucking insane that not, I have not ever talked. I have three and a half million followers, bro. Yeah. Not one person from TikTok ever reached out to me. I see all my other, like, I see my other friends who have, you know, a decent following, many less than me, who fucking get cakes from TikTok and get all this other cool shit. TikTok never sent me nothing, bro. Yeah. They never sent, TikTok never sent me a fucking cake. Not even, like, a point of contact, nothing. Not, I'm dying for a point of contact, bro. I'm, I'll fucking do anything to just to talk to somebody from TikTok to figure out what, what I need to do better. Yeah. To, you know, perform under their guidelines so they don't fucking tell me, oh, your account's about to be banned. Yeah, that's, how the fuck is that harassment and bullying? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, help me understand, please. <laughs> because I see so much worse shit on here, It doesn't bro. make any sense. I, f- I see guys calling their girlfriends fucking bitches and shit. Like, yeah. Like, and, you know, like. You've got that. You've also got people that are outright, like, they'll respond to a comment with a video and there'll be just straight hate towards whoever wrote the exactly, comment. Regardless bro. of whether seen... the comment is, like, Good or bad, it, fucking com- people that write comments can be some some dicks. Yeah, but bro. Still, I mean, listen, listen. I, I I've seen. I see people disrespecting their families. I see people fucking hurting people. I see people fucking doing dumb shit. I see people half naked, bro. Oh yeah, and it's like you take that down. You know what I mean? Like you take my shit down. That that that's that's harassment and bullying to you. Yeah. Like, tell me, just tell me, help me, talk to me, help me that figure is, this that shit that out. That has to do with it, too. Help me figure this shit out, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know what TikTok's on right now, honestly. Yeah, you and one other creator that I'm friends with now, it's... It's just, it's just like, I just want to talk to something. Yeah, the same shit. They haven't talked to a single person from TikTok. Yeah. They don't understand it. They, they post stuff that's, like, useful and helpful and, and everything like that. But then you go to her page and her one of her most recent videos is like, tell me why the fuck TikTok t- took this down for harassment and bullying. Yeah. Meanwhile, they have this content up. Bro, let here. me let me show you an even funnier video right now. This, when, <laughs> when this shit got fucking taken down, I'll never forget this day. I was fucking flabbergasted. Bro, here, look at this video. I'd be pissed. I was so mad. I literally, this is a green screen. Of my For You page. Your milkies. Since you want to act like a fucking Peyton Gaga, I got your milkies. Since you want to act like a fucking baby. Swipe up again. Uh, Swipe up a fucking guy. No, no, I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't. Shut the fuck up.
<laughs> and that got taken down? For nudity. <laughs> oh, my God. For man. nudity, bro. <laughs> it's and a then when I screen of TikTok. Bro, when I submitted the appeal for it, they're like, no, it's still taken down for nudity. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> it's the... Uh, the Did gr- you check these, to see if they're... They're, they're still up. Oh, my God. Do you see, like, the... like? It's just insane, bro. That would drive me nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially insane, that. Bro. This is <laughs> shit. And you know what's crazy? I got banned for two weeks after that for posting. They, it could have been other shit. I think it was something else. But, but that, st- go. that one still shouldn't have counted against you, regardless of what else was going on. Well, you know how fucking sick and, like, like, what the fuck? Like, I was... That's what I'm saying, like... Somebody from TikTok help me understand this. It's yeah. it's it's your for you page. <laughs> it's you. you guys are allowing this. These videos are still up. It's your platform. I'm just showing you what's on. Bro, I really want you to take a clip of this. I'm going to send you this. Yeah. Here. Send this to yourself, bro. And I really want you to make a clip of this and like post Yeah, it, I was going to overlay uh I'm going to if we can if I can get the videos I'll, I'll overlay them over the uh, over the podcast so that you can see them. Overlay this. Um, and I'll line them up with the audio and everything. I don't know. It just, it just makes no sense. It's like if they took down the other videos, like in realization of what the fuck they were, and saying like, "Oh, yeah, we did, we did allow that, but we shouldn't allow that." And thanks for exposing us. If they took down those videos and your video and said like, "Okay, we understand," that'd be oh, fine. I, I would be but fine with no. it. They, they took down your video and not the other ones. I would understand, and I got banned for two weeks from posting after that. It was a one-week ban, and then as soon as that one week finished, another one-week ban happened. Yeah. That shit drives me nuts. And then and that that's w- what I'm saying, Even bro, with like, the ban stuff, you'd think that they would have somebody contact you if you're, like a, if you're not like 5,000, 10,000 followers. If you're like significant size, like 3.5 million, you'd think like they'd have somebody that can be like, hey, this is what you're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know, it's stressful, bro. Honestly, like, I be thinking about this shit all the time. It fucking bothers me. It's, like, detrimental to my fucking mental health, I swear <laughs> to God. This shit be driving me crazy. It's, like, just fucking somebody talk to me. And all my guys who have their contacts, I remember one of them was, like, uh, hey, like, he told his, his counselor, the TikTok person that he has, hey, my friend is also looking for somebody. He has more followers than me. Can you please speak with him? Oh, he doesn't qualify for this. What the fuck? You'd think... What do I qualify for? What? I Just talk to me. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Even if it's not like you have your own designated person or whatever. How the fuck do you not qualify for that? TikTok, the, the only things that are measured on TikTok are like views, likes, and followers. Yeah. And the then I have, I have one, like, one management team that... They're not like my exclusive <laughs> management team, but they, you know... They, they they find me some work here and there. I'm not exclusive with them, but they say, oh, we have a connect at TikTok. And, like, every time they tell me they have a connect at TikTok, I ask them for, like, the results of it, and nothing comes of it. So, I don't fucking know. <laughs> that shit would piss me I off. I just man. want one person from TikTok to help. I'm not asking them to fucking boost my video views or do anything. I'm asking them just to guide me, to help me. <laughs> Or to explain, like, what the fuck Why is going th- on. Exactly. Tell me what I'm doing wrong that's not already on my For You page. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, how can I get more followers? Just, just like, what the fuck is this? Why does TikTok do this? What can I do to avoid this? You know what I think it is? Honest to God, I think, I think that they have a specific person 
Like once you get a few violations, a few of my violations were well merited. I, I went, I crossed lines before. I understand. Yeah. You know, I deserve to get what happened to me on a few videos, no problem. But I feel like once you have a few, then they have this person that's always watching over your videos, right? And they, yeah. that person determines whether that video is gonna pop off or not. Like it's like a person sitting at a screen and then like. They click a green thumbs up or a red thumbs down to determine what happens with that video. Yeah, it's crazy to think that. And I feel most like of the stuff on TikTok is either natural or just doesn't go anywhere. It's like right. what the fuck. And I feel like there's just a person that's on my videos that's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." I didn't like what you, you did this one day. Fuck you, fuck you. Who do you think you are? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> The thing, the thing about it too is it's not just like one style of video. It's it's always like, from what I've seen at my point, and I don't do a lot of the TikTok content. I just watch a lot of it. Uh, it just seems like completely unfair because you'll find somebody that's. Um, I can't say that I've found anybody that shows up as much as your content um, with the same style of content, but I mean, like, I've seen other creators where they get their shit taken down, and then somebody does the exact same thing or something very similar, and it doesn't get taken down. I mean, it's just like that, where you you literally screen-recorded your For You page, and that's they didn't take saying, that down. Like, they took down yours. It's like, what the hell? That's not fair at all. They took it down for nudity. That's what blows my mind. Bitch, where's the nudity? Last week, I saw a, uh, a body paint video or whatever, you saw a whole titty. And I'm like, Bro, I got community there's, guidelines. There's women fucking doing breastfeeding. I, I saw a video of a woman breastfeeding the other day. And milk was just like, the baby wasn't even sucking on it. Milk was just flying out the titty. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. Where the fuck are the community? Like, what like, do you guys sure, want that's a natural thing. And, like, that's all fine. But, like, it's the fairness thing that we're talking about. Bro, not, like, the content-wise. There's videos. There's a lot. People going live. And all you see is the upper half of their body, and they're like, like this. Oh yeah, yep, yep. What what the fuck are they doing? They're laying on a bed, and they they're something keeps jolting into them. <laughs> something keeps fucking jolting into them like this, and they're like, oh, like that. And I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck, TikTok? Seriously, I'm the one that's getting shit, and you're letting all this shit happen. Come yeah. on, bro. I don't even do anything. Like I'm, I literally. You fucking well, put snow on a car, and you were I like, "Put snow on a car and that's no. bullying." Like, bro. Like I in my videos, I make fun of nobody. I make fun of myself. Yeah. I laugh at myself. Pretty sure you gotten slapped in a few of your videos. Fuck yeah, I got smacked in a few of my videos. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. As I compared never, to making fun of other people, you're you're exactly. putting put the I abuse put on my, yourself. I put myself in the positions, okay, and I never once laid a hand on her. Yeah. Never once did anything to her. Never want you know what I'll crack a joke about her mustache every so often. <laughs> That's what I do. You know she doesn't even really have a mustache. That's the funny thing. She doesn't have a mustache. But it's just like bro, like somebody from TikTok just talk to me, bro, please. Like I, I, I couldn't like ask for this any more than I am now. As somebody that works in TikTok, I just want to talk. That's it. Yeah, especially now because if you keep growing and then something happens or your page gets banned, you're like, what I'm the a, fuck? I'm gonna be so fucking mad. If something happens to my page, I'm going to be pissed. They're like, 4 million followers. And then they're like, nope, fuck this. You're gone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I'm not going to lie. It's just it's just aggravating, honestly. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, honestly. Yeah. Hopefully it gets figured out. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I don't know, because it's like, they don't, 
I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a thing where like it's like contact TikTok, not on the website, nothing. There's a report problem thing. You could report a problem, but nobody's ever reached out to me. I just get the automated system every time I ask a question about anything that says refer to your community guidelines. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, bitch. How is that nudity? Show the, me where the nudity is. The app how, is, explain to me community guidelines where I did something wrong here. Yeah, the app is great when it comes to like sharing content and all that, but it's absolutely horrid when it comes to like the staff on the side of it. Yes, or at least their their like algorithm or whatever you want to call it for how they determine like, I, what should be on and what should be off. I am eternally grateful to the app. They gave me an opportunity, and they, they, they really put my, my videos onto a new level. I'm, I'm very grateful. But at the same time, I, they actually had me fill out a survey yesterday. And I, like, fucking, I, I let it all out. Yeah. I let it all out on this fucking survey. I'm praying to God that somebody comes back to me. That, that somebody comes to me, and they're like, uh, you know, one, two, three, like, oh, what like, we we, we, what can we do better? Yes. I'll fucking jump up and down, do cartwheels and backflips and everything. You know, I actually had a video recently. One of my recent videos is in TikTok ads right now on YouTube. <laughs> what the fuck? And they still have not had one person reach out to me, bro. You'd think that they'd ask for permission or something, and that'd be no, like no, no, your, no. your doorway in to say, like, oh, can can we talk about this now? They don't have to ask for permission because uh, they, the, they, they, they own the videos. Once yeah. I post a video on there, they own it. I, I'm completely fine with that. Post the video. But how are you going to post a video and put them on your ads and you never talk to that person, bro? Yeah. Look at how great our platform is. We have this person. And, you, and you're and you like, I'm eating shit right now. Like, hello, I'm drowning. Fucking come grab me. And you're standing right there. Just fucking grab me. Like, look at him. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But I don't know. I don't know. I hope you post this on TikTok and somebody from TikTok reaches out to me. That'd be nice. Oh, I try to make clips out of whatever I can and post them. It makes it fun. Yeah. Get some more attention too, especially shows people like, "Hey, you're this creator that you enjoy." I talked to them for longer than the fifteen second video that you can see them in. So, if you want to hear their opinion on anything, this creator that tell them this creator that you enjoy is fucking stressed out and <laughs> and wants TikTok just to fucking acknowledge him one time and say, "Hey, we see you there." Somebody from TikTok, "Hey, I see you," and I, I, let's let's talk. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm not asking for the fucking cake that you guys sent half of the creators out there or the sweatshirts or the hats. You don't have to send me shit. Don't send me anything. I don't care. I don't care about the material stuff. I just want the mindset. I, I want a peace of mind. That's it, bro. Yeah. I want to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see, bro. <laughs> uh, outside of TikTok, mm. I, I saw, I don't know if it was on Twitter or TikTok or something. They got a book out. Yes, yes. I uh, recently released a book. I'm an, I'm an author, man. That's It's fucking crazy, bro. It's it's nuts. Uh, I wrote it. It took about seven months. Um, I've always been a very, uh, like, uh, a watcher. You know what I mean? Like, I like to watch people, and I like to learn from them. Yeah, like observe, you know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an observer at the end of the day. When I go and do something, like, what did I tell you when you first came in? Oh, how much did you get that for? How much did you get that for? What's that? Like, yeah. Like, I, I, as soon as we met, I'm like, uh, like, I'm asking you questions about your equipment. Now, every every time I go on a podcast or I do anything like this, I ask them questions. Like, you know, I it's, to me, knowledge is everything. Yeah. The more you know, the better. Um, and it's the same thing with love. 
when it comes to relationships, I watch relationships fucking close, bro. Yeah. I watch everything about your relationship. Any relationship I've been in, I watch it close. Like, I, I, I study a person's mannerisms. You know what I mean? Because you can learn a lot from them. Yeah. And I've seen toxic relationships. I've seen healthy relationships. I've seen relationships where they're just fucking bored with each other. <laughs> and I just, I, I made a book about it. And I'm like, yo, like, in this era where divorce rates are the highest they've ever been, where relationships just feel like they're not really clicking the same, let me write about it and, like, you know, teach you from what I've learned in my 27 years of life. And the reviews on it so far, people that have purchased the book, they love it. You oh, know that's what I good. Mean? They, 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 they truly do. It's an audio book. It's six parts. I want to say it's about an hour and some change. And, I, you know, it's, it's just a great thing for you to kind of like you know a lot of the times when you're when you're in a relationship or you're out of a relationship you kind of lose sight of why you are where you are oh yeah like a lot of people in a toxic relationship won't realize that they're yeah in a lot of people in a toxic but a lot of people that are single too will will sometimes wonder why am i still single yeah it's always when you're in a situation it's kind of hard to see like the, the whole context exactly of it. and that and, and this that's what my my book's all about it's about stepping back and realizing like oh i am where i am because because of me, and there is other things out there, but I'm not putting myself in that position to get those other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I control my narrative. You control your narrative. If you're in a toxic relationship, okay, it's on you to, you know, assess that. Sometimes you have to ask somebody else who's outside of that relationship, hey, what do you think of my relationship? Hey, do you, this, this, and that happen? What do you think of this? And, you know, a lot of the times, if you're in a bad relationship, unhealthy, and, like, you go tell your best friend, like, this, this, and this happened, yeah, yeah, how many times did it happen? Oh, it keeps happening, and it keeps happening. Well, yeah, you're in a toxic relationship. You don't realize it, but because it keeps happening, it's become normal to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we address that. We talk about that. Um, if you get bored in a relationship, why are you getting bored in your relationship, you know? What impacts does social media have on that that boredom when you're... When you're looking at other people and comparing yourselves to them all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, Jessica and Alex just went on a fucking, on a, on a week vacation to Brazil. Why can't we fucking go on a week vacation to Brazil? You know, when you start comparing yourselves to other couples, it, it builds resentment. And it, it'll start to build boredom. You know what I mean? And it starts to make you not want to be around that person anymore. When in reality, maybe your partner is just fucking a year or so away from taking you on a fucking year vacation yeah. to anywhere you want to go. But the, here's the problem. I, you're comparing right now, and you're not thinking about the future so much. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we live in this moment too much, and social media causes us to get caught up in the moment so much that we don't really look at our partner and realize what's going on with them. Yeah. And then we just lose interest in them. You know, social media, it's not a, it's not ironic that social media and divorce rates are both growing at the same time. Is yeah, it? it's something like 55% now or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's it? insane. 30 years ago, no social media, divorce rates going fucking, Yeah, they were completely it's, it's different. No, it's no coincidence, bro. At, no the, coincidence. at the same time, it's like, sure, social media and like the ease of, uh, ease of access to information online uh, helps like gain some, some sight into things. Like if a relationship was bad 30 years ago, mm-hmm. now they'd be able to, get like opinions of people online or like therapists or whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's also 30 years ago, you didn't have people scrolling through Instagram and saying like, Oh, this girl looks, uh, this girl looks better than the one that I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. this relationship. I mean, why isn't mine like that? 
Yeah. And everything's over sexualized now. So it's like how do how do so many people sell you know, promote themselves through them there's their you know, how beautiful they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like And it's both sides of it too. Yeah, guys. Like the guys girls, girls can't though, yeah. the the girls are the ones that are making most like ninety percent of the content. But the guys are the ones that will bitch about it but at the same time pay for it. So it's just Yeah. It's yeah, like crazy. you know, it's funny, bro. People, people will say shit like, "Oh, I can never find a good girl." Well, what kind of girl do you want? Oh, I want a girl that's close to God. When's the last time you went to your mosque or your church or anything like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, when's the last time you went to fucking a club? And I was at the club last night, popping bottles and shit. <laughs> it's all about who you surround yourself. Motherfucker, with. you're in the wrong. Pl- you're you're. You're not even giving yourself the opportunity. You're asking to find fucking water in the middle of the desert. You know what I mean? Like, Literally, what, are, what yeah. are you doing, bro? Like, you put yourself in the right position to find that person. You don't actually want that person. You're, like, full of shit. You love that lifestyle, bro. Like, get you a girl from there. Sure, she's going to fuck it. She might fuck around with other guys, and you might fuck her. You'll probably fuck around with other girls. Yeah, but it's but the lifestyle. That, that's that the lifestyle you want. That's the lifestyle you're putting yourself out there for. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. And then... I don't know. Social media is just a crazy thing between that like the whole thing of I don't know how many comments I see all the time on uh, anybody's content. Like, why can't my relationship be like this? Or like, oh, oh I'm single. Why can't I have a relationship like this? Or like, uh, why can't the girls I talk to be like this? It's like, well, if you're scrolling through TikTok, you're going to find absolutely anybody on the or on, on the planet to just, show up on your screen. Uh, just just another note, a side note off of that. None of these people look like how they look uh, in their pictures. But oh, absolutely not. They don't. I, I Believe me, I've seen the hottest of hot girls on Instagram, the most beautiful. You meet them in person. Yeah. Photoshop and Facetuner. Yeah, bro. Things. Even for guys, bro. I've seen the most beautiful guys. Man, these guys are doing too much right now. I'll tell you that right now. Botox <laughs> and lip injections and all that shit, bro. That's crazy. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'll keep oh, going. you're fine. Uh, what was I even saying? Oh, yeah, people will say, like, in, in any comments or posts, like, if you if you see, like, a, a certain type of a girl or whatever on, on TikTok, you check the comments, and a lot of them are just like, oh, why can't the girls I'm around be like this? It's like, well, it's just going to show up on your screen any moment of the day just because it's social media. But right. if you're going to a club, like you were saying, you're not going to find somebody that goes to a church or a mosque or I mean, anything <laughs> like that. Position yourself, bro. You have to position yourself. That's Not only in relationships, but just anything. Like, a lot of the stuff you're going to find and experience is all depending on, on what you surround yourself with and what you're doing. 100%. Yeah, so. Was there anything else that you wanted to get to? Because I think I pretty much hit everything on my on my notes and everything like that. Don't want to keep you for too long. I guess just a final note. Uh, when it comes to doing what you want to do, uh, you have to have fucking tunnel vision at the yeah. end of the day. Uh, you know yourself best. You have to trust yourself and listen to yourself. There's going to be a bunch of people who tell you who are experts at what you do but never have done what you do. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like there's so many people who like try to teach me on like what I'm supposed to do for acting. They've never acted in their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, everybody's an expert on your life. They want to be an expert on your life because of their life. It's good to hear people's experiences you have to trust yourself. Sometimes the best advice anybody can give you is don't take anybody's advice. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Like your own insight. Yes. Trust yourself. Listen to yourself. 
It's okay to fail. Who does not make mistakes? Like, everybody yeah. makes mistakes. Yeah, whoever tells you, bro, like, there's so many people who resent, who will resent you because they want it. They never had the balls to go chase their dreams. They never had the guts to go chase their dreams. So they're not going to like you for the sole reason of you went and did it and you're trying it. They're going to keep trying to put you down and say, it's not real. It's not going to happen. It's not realistic. It's not going to happen. But yeah. when that fucking day hits, they're going to sit there and be your biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Oh, I knew it was going to fucking happen. I had your back the whole time. At the end of the day, you'll have probably maybe one or two people that truly believe in you. You know, cherish those people. Yeah. Really, really cherish those people. Make sure you take care of them when you get to where you want to be. Because you will get to where you want to be if you bust your fucking ass. Yeah. It might take some time, but it will happen. And they're important. Yeah. And cherish those fucking people. You you, you need just a couple a couple people to uh, on your down days to tell you, yeah, you got it. Because there's going to be a lot of down days. Fucking two and a half years I went through of fucking... Uh, about seven, about 25 years of being lost and two and a half, three years of being an actor, of just feeling down and fucking feeling like I can't do it. Yeah. It just takes a little bit of 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 somebody to just pick you up every so often because everybody else is going to tell you. Everybody else is waiting for you to quit. You just need one person to be like, yeah, you got this. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Com- completely. Yeah. Um, so, as far as content goes, obviously, we were talking uh, for a long time about TikTok. It's Ishtar. Um, Ishtar, yeah, yeah. Said a little too fast. You're good. Um, and then, uh, where else is your content available? I know we talked about the, the, the book. I would assume that's on, like... The book is on uh, my website. WTF is love. Love spelled L-U-V. So, WTF is luv.com you could purchase the book you could also take the toxic quiz to find out if you're a toxic person or not it's really cool uh, we've had a bunch of people try it out it's fun um uh you could also find me on all my social medias are pretty much ishtaher i-s-h-t-a-h-e-r that's instagram uh youtube i need to be more active on uh tiktok as well um what am i thinking oh i have snapchat too ishtaher94 uh, my Twitter is Ismail Taher, I-I-S-M-A-I-L-T-A-H-E-R. And yeah, that's about it. Um, I think uh, I'm also working on a game, a, a relationship card game, kind of like Cards Against Humanity, but for relationships, it's going to be fun. Oh, that'll be cool. Hopefully that'll be out in the next six months. Um, the book is out and yeah. You know, uh, who knows what the, the future holds for me? I'm just gonna keep co- concentrating on my, on my content, and I go live every night on TikTok. Check it out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you'll have a, I believe uh, eventually you'll have a long list of accolades. I mean, you already do, but between actor, writer, content yeah. creator, all of that, yeah. too, it'll be exciting yeah. to watch. Yeah, I mean, this is only the beginning for me, man. I got I got a lot of time. Hopefully, TikTok takes it easy on me too. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, there's a video version available on YouTube and Spotify. Um, but we are available on every podcast app. Um, and then, as I said, YouTube. But other than that, um, I think we are all good for this episode. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching, listening, whatever you ended up doing. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.